welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast packed with stuff to do. This week, we're donning a deer stalker and grabbing a magnifying glass as we head to the Sherlock Holmes Museum in Baker Street. And we're making a detective kit of our own. Every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. And this week, Adam went to a very special address. 221B Baker Street. Home of Sherlock Holmes. To check out, well, his home. My name's Paul Lahan. I work at the Sherlock Holmes Museum. I've been here for several years and I often give guided tours around the museum and occasionally work as the Victorian Bobby as well on the front door. (laughs) The Sherlock Holmes Museum is an attraction for tourists and Sherlock Holmes fans from around the world, which brings the stories and Sherlock's Victorian world to life. Um, The museum's located at 221B Baker Street, arguably the world's most famous address, in a 210-year-old Grade 2 listed Georgian townhouse. Okay, so you can see as we approach the entrance here, we've got the traditional Victorian Bobby uh, on guard with the cape as well. Good afternoon. It's a fine uniform. Good morning, sir. Yeah, and then we'll come through the hallway here. So Sherlock's apartment's on the first floor level. So we'll come up the staircase here. So the entire place is designed to look like an old Victorian... Well, it's an old Georgian house. The house itself is about 210 years old now. And, uh, yeah, and the vast majority of all the furniture and the items, they all come from the Victorian era. And uh, so they're antique to the time period. Wow, so I see some iconic items in front of us. There's a magnifying glass, there's a pipe, and there's a very specific type of hat. So talk me through what this room would be. So this is the study and essentially the heart of 221B. It's where Holmes and Watson would spend their leisure, discuss cases, and meet those illustrious clients as well. Uh, We've got Dr. Watson's desk here with his medical kit bag full of gruesome surgical tools and the Times newspaper from 1881, the year they first met at St. Bart's Hospital and moved to this address. Uh, Over in the corner there with that nice lamp is Sherlock's desk with his chemistry set for what we would now describe as forensic science. And of course, his famous Stradivarius violin, which he would play to ease that busy mind. (laughs) Paint me a bit of a picture of life outside these very nice windows might have been like during the time period that Sherlock Holmes is, in the stories, working. One of Sherlock's favourite disguises for gathering intelligence was as a horse groomer because of course there were horses and carts on all the streets in London and the people who worked with the horses they would see the comings and goings of everyone that lived in the local area so dressed as a you know dishevelled kind of horse groomer he would do an afternoon's work and once the people there liked to talk with him and stuff he gathered a lot of gossip uh, yeah, about, about the local people. So certainly this part of London here, you would have seen plenty of horses and traffic with that. And uh, 
to be fair, such a fashionable part of London here as Marlebone next to Regent's Park. Um, it's always looked quite beautiful, I presume, or certainly for a very long time. This part of London was very fashionable and still is. And uh, it was quite, uh, quite a different world in the East End of London. Amazing, should we go on and find another? Yeah, let's have a look through here in Sherlock's bedroom. Uh, this is Sherlock's bed, and uh, on the bed there, you'll see his travel case with parts of his disguises as well. Uh, the black hat, the Capello Romano, was worn by priests at the time, and this was part of his favorite disguise. He dressed as a priest in lots of adventures, um, but it didn't fool a certain lady called Irene Adler, who said, good night, Mr. Holmes, when he was wearing it all. <laughs> Um, of course, elsewhere in here, um, you've got the iconic Deerstalker cap there in the glass display. And on the bedside table, a book about bees. Holmes was fascinated by the creatures and he wrote a book on the subject. And when he retired at the age of 50, he became a beekeeper at the family home in Sussex. And speaking about books, I suppose now's the, the best time to mention Sherlock Holmes is a fictional character. That's right. Everybody, <laughs> I, was, I was saying, oh, I'm going to go to the Sherlock Holmes Museum to lots of people, and they said, oh, okay, enjoy it, but we're talking about him as if he was a real person. Sure, yeah. Um, who, who wrote the Sherlock Holmes stories? Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. He was the creator um, of the character Sherlock Holmes that we all know um, well and love. He created such a character that, like you say, people believe in him, or at least they want to believe in him. They enjoy uh, the idea you know, that he did exist and was solving these cases um, around London at that time period. Um, Conan Doyle, he was born in Edinburgh um, in the sort of late 1850s um, into a, a fairly poor background um, where he, through his brightness and diligent studies, got a place at Edinburgh Medical School um, where he met his professor, Dr. Joseph Bell, who was said by Doyle to be the real inspiration for the character Sherlock Holmes. You said that people used to write letters, still do write letters, That's asking right. for the help of Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Do you have some? Yes, let's have a look. Let's pop upstairs. <laughs> So here we go, pass the dinner bell. <laughs> um, yes, so underneath the head of the Hound of Baskervilles here, um, yeah, many letters from well, over many years and from all different places in the world. I'm not entirely sure how to react to these. Um, so we've got one that's obviously from. Is that China? Sort of Chinese, Chinese letter-headed paper. And it seems to be professing love for Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Another one from the US. I've been reading your stories in school and they're excellent. Why do you think the stories have, have kind of lasted so long? I believe that many people worldwide, when they think of London, they think of London in that Victorian era. They think of the world of Sherlock Holmes and of course the notorious world of Jack the Ripper too. Um, the gas lights, the cobbled streets, the fog and things like that. Um, so it's quite a romantic notion of London that people will always be interested in. And not only that, uh, the stories are somewhat timeless. Holmes is a really enjoyable character. Yeah, many people admire him. He was something of a superhero, but instead it was brain power that was his superpower. 
And of course, each generation um, typically has a new actor uh, that will inspire them to be interested in the books, be it Benedict Cumberbatch or Millie Bobby Brown or Basil Rathbone or Jeremy Brett. Each generation seems to have someone that will be homes for them. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. You can find out more by searching for Sherlock Holmes Museum. And as if that wasn't enough for you, we've got a craft that you can do at home. The Sherlock Holmes Museum is a treasure trove of mystery and intrigue. Today we're going to create our very own Sherlock Holmes detective kit inspired by the tools and methods of the famous detective. For this craft, you'll need a notebook or small journal, a magnifying glass, black construction paper or card, scissors, string or yarn, markers or crayons, and any additional craft materials you'd like to use to decorate your detective kit. Step one, begin by decorating the cover of your notebook or journal to create your detective journal. Use markers, crayons or any decorative materials you have to make it look intriguing and secretive. Step two, cut out a magnifying glass shape from the black construction paper or card. If you have a real magnifying glass, you can trace its shape or draw one freehand. Step three, punch a hole at the bottom of the magnifying glass cutout and tie a string or yarn through it, creating a handle for your magnifying glass detective tool. You don't want to lose it. Step four, you can also create other detective tools or props. What about a Sherlock Holmes style hat? You can use paper and craft materials and add it to your detective kit. In the last step, step five, once your detective kit is complete, use your imagination to solve mysteries, jot down clues in your detective journal and explore the world of detective work just like Sherlock Holmes. Well done, budding detectives. You've created your very own Sherlock Holmes detective kit, equipped and ready to solve mysteries and unravel secrets. Thanks, Georgia. I love that. I might make my own. And just like that, we're done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.